Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about his bet is China won't be the leader of the new world, the time-tested principles of money, and the key to being an excellent investor. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast. It is October 4th, and we're going to talk about a big risks I see in the marketplace today, uh, currently. And, and, and the big risk, uh, uh, you know, there's lots of big risks, but one of the big risks uh, that I see at the moment is investing in China. I was talking to one of my family members, my cousin, this weekend, um, my sister-in-law got married. We had a good time, had lots of family in. And I was breaking down, like, we were like in a deep conversation about investing. And I, and I basically was explaining that one thing that you, when you become a good investor, what you become good at is understanding time-tested universal truths uh, that are proved to be right over and over again throughout history. So you have to study history. Right. But then once you identify those truths, then you begin to look at the world and you find out and you want to look at things that are untrue, that the world thinks is true. And it's getting really wacky. Right. Because because, by the way, there's lots of things that the world thinks that, that that's true, that's untrue, but it just takes a while for it to play out. But you want to look at the extremes like where are things where it just completely doesn't make any sense? Like it's going against time-tested truth, and then you just bet against that trend, right? You, especially if there's a solution that is truth, that's better. You, you, you bet on that trend, and then you wait, right? You have to be patient because it may play out. It almost never plays out immediately, but it may take three years, four years, five years, 10 years uh, for, it to, for it to be right, right? And sometimes it may take 20 years and you're just way too early, but, but you want to... So, so it's art, right? Because part of it too is also... You know, there are things that look like they are breaking principles, but they're the same principles wrapped in, you know, wrapped in a different different wrapper. Like an example would be Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin is a new wrapper around sound monetary principles. You know, you have unsound monetary principles, uh, which is uh, centralization, which is why I'm not super bullish on other cryptos like Ethereum and these ones that are trying to sacrifice security at the base layer to uh, optimize for for speed and cost at the base layer. Right? There's, you need a layer two for that, which is, you know, if you understand the current system, right? We don't transact with the central bank at the base layer. We transact uh, with Visa and our banks at a layer two level, right? But but it. It's going to take a level of work for you to understand first principles of of, of where you're investing. Once you understand uh, first principles of where you're investing, uh, then you can say, oh, "Okay, yeah, Bitcoin is just like replacing the problem of the central banks because we need a sound monetary system for a good economy." But the problem is when you got a central group group of people, like centralized power uh, or absolute power corrupts absolutely 100 percent of the time, and so this is. 
So Bitcoin solves this problem, right? And a whole lot of other problems are solving that problem. So that's an example of a time-tested universal truth that is wrapped in a new technology that when you see the truth, right? When And, and the truth that you see in this example is, you know, you see the truth that the system is broken. As more and more people realize the system is broken, they're going to turn to time-tested monetary principles and they will turn to Bitcoin. You just have to wait for the market to come to, 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 to your understanding, right? So, so the other example, and this is a risk, right? The risk in China, which is the big risk I see right now, is, you know, for a decade or longer, there's been lots of, you know, intelligent pundits saying China is the next America. And I've always had a problem with that because in order for money to be attracted to an economy, it has to be open. It has to be transparent. It has to respect property rights. Um, it has to push more towards a market-based, uh, decentralized, more decentralized system, because that's been the, the, the flow of economic evolution since the beginning of time. Uh, reason why America became great. And if you look at China, like, you know, China was a closed communist system for, and that hurt them in the early 1900s. When they opened up, uh, they became more prosperous. Now they're clamping back down, you know, with all these bans, uh, video game limits, they, they are taking their billionaires and uh, cutting them down to size, right? They, they canceled Jack Ma's and IPO two days before to prove a point. They were getting too powerful. Uh, they're considered changing uh, learning companies to nonprofits and wiping out all kind of shareholder money. Um, they, you know, they ban crypto, right? The, the, the innovations of the future, you know, they are challenging because the challenge is the power of centralized power, which is the, which is the theme of all these innovations. And that, that scares a centrally planned economy like China, just like our centrally planned, you know, central banks are challenged as well by crypto. So you look at that and you say, okay, China is becoming more hostile towards money. You know, the valuation of Chinese stocks are already, you know, low relative to uh, U.S. companies, but they're just not low enough for all the risks of, of, of where China is going. And then so then you, you, you tee that up with the fact that, OK, so China is not as they're not definitely the king of the next new world order, you know, given they're not a better uh, attractor of money than the U.S. system currently, right? Because it's all relative. Our system is imperfect, but relative to other places, you know, our system is great. Especially if you're talking about Texas, like Texas, <laughs> we probably ought to succeed, you know, because everybody's moving to Texas because they're going crazy in California, New York. Like we are in Texas, we are still exemplifying um, the rules of a of how to attract money. That's the whole that's the whole of the podcast episode. But my point and where I'm going is. Um, China had a problem. And the other problem is in, in periods where there's low interest rates and slow growth globally, heads of state tend to become more controlling. They want to centralize more, right? And that will create a problem for China attracting the money they need um, to get ahead on the world stage and continue to go. You know, they're, they're going in the opposite direction of what got them here. So that's a big risk. It, does, it doesn't mean like, you know, we emerging markets is still part of our core main portfolio holdings um, for diversification purposes. And emerging markets are not just China, right? But China's economy supports a lot of the emerging markets. But uh, I'm only exposed to China and to, to, to what we need to be. But I'm not, you know, I'm not super bullish on China, right? I'm 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 more bullish on the things I told you before: uh, alternative energies, Bitcoin, and innovation stocks. 
which most of the innovation is happening in America at the moment. Um, and that, that doesn't mean S&P, that means specifically uh, stocks that are investing in innovation like Kathy Wood's ARC funds. And, and as you know, we, we were, we're owned the ARC funds too. So that's those are some of the risks, China being a big one um, because they're such a large economy, they have so much impact on the markets and they're going in the wrong direction. So uh, I'm paying attention, uh, you may want to pay attention as well. So hope this helps somebody, y'all enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.